Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Well, 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 if it is in my J-Rod Concerts listening family, welcome to a brand new episode, brand new week. November is here for my American audience. Thanksgiving is around the corner, believe it or not. That's the start of the holidays. So, wow. I mean, I just remember like it was yesterday, the Thanksgiving 2020 episodes. So this year has flown by, but welcome, everybody. We have a super, super great guest today. Actually, one of the first things about this time of the year is the unexpected albums that come out of nowhere and kind of make a run for the best albums of the year this late in in the game. I mean, it happens every year. There's always that one album that comes out in November, grabs your soul, grabs, gives your chills, and just, like, makes a statement. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Brandy Sedan's Falcon. What an album, guys. What an album. It just came out late October. And sweet mother of God. So personal. Um, especially mothers will relate because she... Okay, first of all, she wrote, produced, and engineered the album by herself in her laundry room. In her precious free time with a brand new baby in tow. So when the baby was napping, she used that time for the album. So... The song deals with really personal themes of stuff like abortion that have never been talked about before. I mean, this is rock and roll as personal as it gets, guys. You guys are going to love this album. And Brandy was such a great guest. Couldn't be happier to have her. What an honor. Brandy, Sedan, Falcon, listen to it now. Um, So, yes, guys, make sure you check it out. Um, You know, we welcome Brandy. New listeners, welcome. I know we've had a few of you lately. Um, a couple things, please subscribe, give us a review, and we also have a cool newsletter that comes out every Friday. You can subscribe at jrodconcertspodcast.com. But yes, guys, without further ado, guys, let me take you over to Brandy Sedan. Wonderful conversation with a group, wonderful artist, and check out the album Falcon, out now. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Brandy. How you doing? Doing great. Look at you. How are you, Brandy Sedan? Very well. Very well. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. Are you in Nashville? Mm-hmm. So you're enjoying this uh, fall weather? Love it. Love yeah? it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing, Brandy. I mean, my gosh, Brandy. Can I just say, I normally ease into this, but like, what an album that you just released, Brandy Falcon. Mm-hmm. I mean... Talk about a powerhouse emotional experience, Brandy. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for saying that. Unbelievable. I'm still sorting out my emotions from it. And I have to tell you, I just just came back from Cleveland. We were covering the, the Hall of Fame inductions. And the, the pattern was strong women who broke ground, you know, talking about things that no one was talking about, the Go-Go's, Tina Turner. And I couldn't help but keep coming back to this album and to you. What a, what a masterpiece, Brandy. Thanks, man. That really, thank you for saying so. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely, Brandy. So, you know, we'll get to the new songs in a second, but, and I know you're busy, so thank you for your time. But, you know, you have quite a great career, Brandy, obviously, and you release some great albums. I mean, Secretaire still sounds super fresh. Love it. But in a way, Brandy, was this album 
like the most gratifying for you to get across the finish line just because of everything with the world and with your personal life? Was it like the most gratifying? Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, I'm really glad you said that. And you're the first person that's ever sort of asked that question, which is interesting given all of the backstory, right? Um, yes. In fact, that was that was my victory. That was the whole point of this. I feel as though I almost had to just do it and write the songs, record the songs, see if I could do all of this. And, and the reward... The reward of the, is the work. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great to, to be, to have been in this space of putting it out into the world. And I'm so glad that it is, but the joy was in the work. Mm. In the moment. In the process. In the process. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And, and it's so great because it's like, it's so personal, the album. Like it, it's almost like hard to differentiate. It, it, it almost does, doesn't seem like, it's like a project. It seems like you, like it's you, like it's your evolution on paper. Mm. Exactly, which I think makes it difficult to put into the world, which yeah. it was a little difficult and made me uncomfortable at times, but that has been stretching me and as a person, which is always a positive thing whenever that's happening, right? So, yeah. Yeah, wow. It's uh it kind of seems like a whirlwind and it almost seems like it's none of it's real, to be honest. <laughs> totally. How, do, how does it feel, Brandy, to open up to like your colleagues? Like, you know, one of, one of our good friends, Aaron Lee Tashian, he works with you and you have a bunch of others. You've worked with My Morning Jacket and, you know, a lot of people you've worked with. But when you're an artist and you sit down in a room creatively and you say, man, this is like what, what I'm going through. Is it, is, is, is there some pressure to that, that you're with other creatives or is it like more liberating in a way? When I'm with other creatives? Yeah. Well, I think, um, no, there's, the pressure is almost relieved. Mm -hmm. um, I think since this record was, was made, this last record was made in such isolation, even the writing and the, the recording every, every step of the way, I can't wait to get back to, to playing with people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's almost this like, wonderful creative competition like oh you're gonna go there okay i'm gonna go there too or just kind of keep getting to the better idea um this kind of egging on for lack of a better word yeah it's so yeah. good it's it's never hard to go there you know i think almost it it tends to be my collaborations with others is more based on on the music more so than the lyrics um yeah. even when there's co-writing of a song um, but yeah, oh, it's such a good feeling. I, I can't wait to do it again. I, I, I've kind of been saying that the next record is going to be all co-writes and I'm, there's going to be 30 people on the record. <laughs> is it harder to sing some of these songs live, Brandy, do you think? And like when you start performing them on tour or something, because they're so personal or, or is it almost like therapeutic when you're like with 5,000 people, you know, singing to them? <laughs> Well, at times when I knew this record was going to come out without a tour around it, mm -hmm. I was thankful. I think mm -hmm. for the most part, thankful. Um, and it's seeming as though I won't tour this record, but maybe I know that they'll end up being songs from this record that'll always make it into a set, you know, something like The Worst Thing or Falcon's Wing, um, 
even a song like Dying Inside. And there are those songs I have been playing for people yeah. um, just in a smaller capacity, just for radio or whatever it seems to be, video. And there's, um, once you get past a certain amount, a certain time, a certain amount of times of playing a song, I think you can kind of just block all the emotion out of it and just get through it. Yeah. Um, not to say that you're not, that you're disconnecting from the song, but I think um, there's times to go there and there's times not to go there. There's times to just play the song and let it be and let the people, you know, experience what they're going to experience. But sure. yeah, I'm I'm ready to go there if I'm going to go play in front of an audience. Beautiful, absolutely. We're I love it. We're going to do it. I mean, I, I think I, there's going to be some magic there. You know? I, yeah, I I couldn't have. Uh, I I don't think you can make work like this and not just fully own it in all of its capacity, because then, I, I mean, why would we be doing it, right? Amen. Amen to that, Brandy. And that's that's what makes it so special. And when people listen to Falcon, which we'll put the link down in the description and we'll put your website and everything because people got to listen to it. I mean, people are going to be like, where is, where did this artist songwriting start? Where did it come from? And the fact is, you you know, you're from Canada. You're from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. But you grew up surrounded by incredible music. I mean, everyone knows about the Newport Folk Festival and everyone knows about some festivals, but but uh, Winnipeg has a folk festival that is very, very special. And it is a big part of who you became, right, Brandy? It's very true. That one, that one is so spectacular. I think there's something, the, the setting can make a festival so special or not. And mm. in the case <laughs> of, like, I think of, you know, other standout ones like Hardly Strictly Bluegrass in, in that park, you know, in San Francisco. So special. I've yet to go to Newport. One day I will. But the setting, uh, the provincial park in Manitoba where this festival happens is in the prairies. And you're you're like basically in the prairie and in the grassland with some trees around. And then you're watching bands that are in just incredibly inspiring that you never would have heard of before playing in this prairie with the sunset and the big sky. Yeah. I kind of got goosebumps when I talked about it for a second and the just folk festivals in general, they bring in artists that you just never would have seen before to a place like where I'm from Winnipeg. There's countless artists that just never would have made it there unless it was for that festival. And that, opened me up to so many different styles and ideas and also just ways of being a musician and a songwriter. You don't have to be on top 40 radio. You can kind of have all sorts of different shapes and sizes of careers. And that was really evident in all the artists that would come. So yeah, kudos to them and all yeah. of the festivals that are just booking such interesting, diverse lineups. It's so yeah. important because Music is not made um, on a TV screen with four people sitting in front of you stamping a button. It's not it's not how we make great art here and like propel musicians and artists into the world for their one shot. And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're speaking my language. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, totally, Brandy. Totally. Amen to that, you know. And um so one of the one of the great things about Falcon Brandy, obviously, and you've talked about this ad nauseum, but it's how well produced it is and engineered it is. And like, you know, lo and behold, you did it all yourself. So I, I guess the question is, you know, 
was this one of the great things that came out of like lockdown and the pandemic that that you were able to kind of zone into these things and like create the art as you see it in your brain more into the final product? Yeah, I think that it was a combination of being in a pandemic, being a new mother and um yeah, those two things. And and of course the pandemic and motherhood led me to not be on tour. I would not have learned these skills of the the engineering skills I did if I was right. on tour because you need time for that. Um I wouldn't have just been able to sit down and work on this and chip away at ideas and sounds. Um, so it was a combo. And I think motherhood kind of propelled me into just not being so afraid to give things a shot. And it's not going to be as hard as you think it is. You know, you're going to come out on the other side better for it. Just yeah. it's like all of those same lessons that motherhood has taught me i'm just kind of taking them and applying them to all the different spaces in my life so i needed to to take those lessons and and use them for myself as an artist and just like really not be so afraid you know and i think that's part of why this whole thing happened um i just I'm just not afraid. <laughs> and that, no, and I think that's what makes this album so spectacular and it's going to be around for like ages. I'm telling you, Brandy, because you're you're talking about like you captured, you know, the human essence of, you know, life does not happen to you. It happens for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like and, and you, you didn't let the pandemic define you. You defined it. <laughs> And it is it is like such a strong like like arc in that album that like at the end you're like I we can do anything it's like Oprah Tony Robbins like where are we going Thank you Brandy, you know <laughs> it's like such yeah. it's absolutely stunning. Thank you for saying so. Oh, your words are oh, music to my ears. It's so nice to have someone think that way about this. It is yeah, it's exciting. It's a victory. There's so much light in this. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, it's true. It's true, Brandy. And, uh, and, and you know, actually, let me ask you a little bit about that, right? Because, um, you know, talking about the, the, the songs and like some of them, you're in a dark period, of course, and you're in that in, in, in a rough patch that when you're there, you know, in the middle of track three, you're like, how is Brandy going to come out of this? Wh- what did you dig into? Like, what was your, your must? What was your why that you kept going back to and that you'll take, you know, going forward in your life that you discovered? to overcome these kinds of stuff? Well, alongside lots of therapy, which is very important for everybody, um, I think the just finally, I mean, okay, so people throw around a lot the the sort of thing of this is my most vulnerable work or personal work, right? And we all think we're going there. I thought I've I've gone there before. I thought I did. Um, but when I actually was blown open by the experience of, you know, you, I mean, there's so many things that existed in this two years of my life that I was writing about, like miscarriage and then the pregnancy, the following pregnancy and then birth and a traumatic birth and then motherhood and the pandemic and the isolation and then postpartum depression, which is like this long list of things. Um, I just, I was kind of being led to go there by the universe. Um, so this was my time to do it. And, uh, I 
just, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think all of, it was just the right timing for, you know, for lack of, I, I was, see what you're I, saying. Yeah, I was willing, I, I was willing to do it while it was happening. I knew like, oh, this is really bad. This is bad stuff that I'm going through. I'm working through it. I'm doing the things I need to do. I know that music is always the thing and writing uh, the songs are what I've always done to get through things in my life. And yeah. I'm going to use this tool again. But this time it's different. This time here is a life experience. And you don't necessarily choose what they're going to be. So, right. and I mean, gosh, you think about like, I just think about how boring it is if I was to go back on the road for five years and like, what would I have to write about? I'm just on the yeah. road. <laughs> you know, when I just compare like my, I call, almost call it like my past life to present life. Um, yeah, I was here, like, here are these, here are these experiences. So what is our job? Write about them. Yeah. Try to be really hyper-specific, mm -hmm. but try to be universal and just have, and to just connect with people. And I think the longer it's out, the more stories I'll hear. Like I'm slow, slowly starting to get messages from people and sort of people saying like, thank you so much for singing about what you're singing about. It really helped me get through an experience, like a, a, a loss experience and whatever that loss is too. It doesn't necessarily have to be pregnancy loss. Um, but again, though, like, I'm still in the place of, wow, we're still not talking about all this enough. Yeah. Even the, the reluctancy within some of the, the, the press, you know, that, that has, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's a hard subject. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. It, it can be, it, it's messy. It's, it's hard, but I mean, it's 2021. We can exactly. all go there. We can go there. Exactly. You're saying a lot of truth here and like, like really just like beautiful things you're saying. It's like, look, it's like, we all have problems. Life is hard, but like, what meaning are you going to give them? Like really, really great stuff. Right. And I'm hoping that people can kind of be inspired by, you know, the situation that happened and especially for other women that are musicians, yeah. like, just go and record your stuff, yeah. whatever the circumstances or go do whatever you want. Like this is, I was able to do this when all of the circumstances were wrong. So yes. wrong. So, so, so wrong. This, this, I don't even know how it happened and how it came out this way. But, um, so like the people that, you know, sit around waiting for the inspiration to come to go write a song or something, it's like, you got to go find it a little bit. You know, it's never it's uncomfortable. It's you gotta, it's like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. The lighting's never going to be perfect or your mood or whatever it is. Like yes. you just got to try to do it. You just go, you. Yeah. go do the work. It's true. You know, it's not, it's not like a co-write on music row 11 to four with bagels. Like sometimes it's, it's, you know, motherhood and, and like this nitty gritty. Yeah. yeah right really on, yeah. right on Brandy. But, but kudos to you for like understanding that moment in time. I actually think this album would have not happened any other time. You know, nope. everything conspired and it's a masterpiece. So perfect. We win, you know? We, yeah. We win. We do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, thank you. I'm sorry that it went through your experience, but the world wins, you know, the artistic world wins, but yeah. I would never take anything back. <laughs> Seriously. I, I wouldn't take anything back. It's uh, 
I am, I'm a completely different person and I'm so happy for it. I love it. I love it, Brandy. And okay, I'm, I'm curious to ask you, you know, because you've been in some great groups and you've been all over the world. You, you know, you've lived in Austin, you lived, you know, with that, with, with the Trishas and that whole thing. What made you fall in love with Nashville, right? Like why, you, you know, you've been in Nashville now going on seven years, I believe, a little over seven years. How nice. was that move? I, I like, was wondering how long it was. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, what is it that, what is it about Nashville that clicked with you and that made you like set roots here? I think it was, um, I was just getting my lap steel out again for the first time to do a session this week. And I was thinking about when I got that. Yeah. And that all ties into Nashville because I came down here when I was still living in Canada. Oh, gosh, it must have been when I was, I mean, this was maybe 17 years ago or something. I was in, it was a long time ago. And I was in my band in Canada. We came down to make a record, had crazy cool people play on it. Um, and I got the lap steel, the Silvertone lap steel from, from Gruden Guitars when it was still on Broadway. And just like Austin has, of course, Nashville has the music. It drew me in. Um, but I knew when I was living in Texas that I didn't want to always live in Texas. And I was like, oh, I like that Nashville has business and everybody's everybody's getting down to business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I have that I have that in my personality. Uh very much do. And Good. I think that it was more of that. Like, oh yeah got all the all the things all the music and all this but oh man getting down to business here like people are really honing their craft always getting better and now seven years later um i think the thing that keeps me here is the recording studio culture and the sessions and uh all of all of the behind the scenes work I really get a lot out of that. And there's always so many people that know so much and so many people to learn. So much. From. Yes. And I, I love it. Every time I do a session, I'm meeting someone new, I'm mm -hmm. just like getting, getting my mind blown open in some way, just by a player or a new sound that somebody is, you know, engineering and it. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's those kind of that combo, those two things that the business, but now, now that I'm kind of doing that other side of it, Um, I just love that part because people are really under the radar when they're doing that stuff too. Yeah. Like, someone could have some incredible pro studio and having big sessions and you would never know it. And That's I, happening right now, probably in Blackbird no, Studios or something, yeah, you know? I kind of love that. And I love yeah. like, there's some session players that just like, they're not on Instagram. They don't. Right. It. Like it's some of the best people live here and yes. they are not on the radar. And I, I don't know. I think there's something kind of special about that. I love that. Yeah, totally. Brandy, you've been so good with your time and I know you, you know, you, you got stuff to do. So thank you. Let me ask you really quickly about the music video, right. For um, mm. the worst thing, because I mean, just wonderful video, but also like going back to stuff like more of a man, right. Like you always find, I, I love I love about your videos that you you do have the creative outlet that visual outlet but you don't overpower the song, mm -hmm. like like you do such a great job of like like you're not gimmicky nothing not, not that there's wrong with that for some artists or, or or like something completely different like like a story like a soap opera or something you keep the song at its bones but you give it that visual spin. Mm -hmm. um, just tell me a little bit about like 
you know, your inspiration for the videos, the videos that you grew up watching and and because you do such a great job? Well, you know, thank you for saying that. Jamie, you are making me feel seen tonight and I'm so <laughs> grateful. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, the, the first videos that I remember seeing, to be honest, is uh, all of the Beatles music videos that were mm. so at times like completely bizarre, but sometimes it was just them playing the song or I don't know. I, I think back to those, but I also, you know, gimmicky. Yeah. It's not a thing I do ever with anything, unfortunately. <laughs> I almost but but like, a lot, a lot of artists do that. They have these great songs and then the video is completely like, man, like that did not add value to it, you know? Right. Yeah. And that, yes, exactly. Those words are so important. If you're going to do something, you need to add value to the other piece. Um, I think vision has been clear about that stuff. I mean, I just, I remember even with the protector video, I was thinking like, oh, you know, I'm playing this beat machine. Like the whole idea started with like, well, maybe I'm just sitting there drinking a drink and I press play. And then like, that's all my part in the band is. And then the director came in and was like, what if you're playing every instrument? I'm like, oh, yeah. So even just little simple things like that, just that little idea of here's me pressing play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the rhythm is for that song, you know. I love it. I love it. Well, Brandy Sedan, you have said it all on this Monday night. <laughs> what a great chat. Thank you so much for your time, Brandy. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.